Hello, welcome to the Refuge Centre podcast. My name is Linton, the host of this podcast. Um, I just want to thank everyone for just taking time um, to being able to tune in. Um, It's a real great privilege to be able to share with you um, everything that God has been doing in my life and also um, just to being able to share the word of God. And it's a real great privilege and I just thank those that are listening and taking time out for that um, because it's very much appreciated. So please, if the, if these in, um, these sermons um, has been a real encouragement, I just encourage you, just keep sending the feedback because it's very much appreciated. Um, but we're going to look in the word of God today and I'm going to be able to preach a sermon that I, you know, by the grace of God, I hope We'll be able to encourage people today um, that are listening. And so if we t- open our Bibles to the book of Mark chapter 5 in the Word of God, that is Mark chapter 5 in the Word of God. Now, in regards to this message that I'm going to preach, um, what really inspired me to really be able to preach this message was when Um, my iPhone screen got broken and one of my old iPhones that I had and I remember going to the shop and I remember trying to you know speak to Apple to try and um, find out how much it was going to cost and as a result they tried to charge something ridiculous like over a hundred pounds to be able to fix the screen and I just thought well you know I actually cannot spend that sort of money i can't justify spending over a hundred pounds to fix a phone screen so i'm just going to have to make do with it so i just had to ride it out until you know the time for my upgrade came and then i was able to get a new handset but at the time you know my phone wasn't working a hundred percent it was working fine it was doing everything that it needed to do but because the screen was broken it just wasn't 100% and it was even so bad that I actually went to a shop, I tried to get it fixed and I thought, yep, the screen is fine. But when I actually um, changed the screen over and actually got a screen from a, from a second-hand shop, the phone wasn't working even worse and it was not working at all properly. Um, It was so bad I had to just swap it back for the same old crack screen because it was actually working better with the crack screen. But then it just made me think just about life and just life in so many different aspects. Because there are some situations that we can deal with and there are some situations that we might be struggling to deal with. But um, as I begin to open up the text and I begin to read the text, then we'll be able to get a gist of what we believe God is trying to say. So hopefully by a few thoughts that I have today, hopefully um, I should be able to encourage you today with the word of God. But how many people know that when things are broken, you know, It's not a good thing when something is broken. And we have to understand why things can get broken and also brokenness ourselves. 
and sometimes the reason why we need to understand these things is because this will help us um, and also help God to be able to intervene in our lives because there might be areas of our lives that are broken that we can bring before God that God can actually begin to help us. So as we begin to read the text, which is Matthew chapter 5, verse um, 5, 15 to 20. So it says this here. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. And those that who saw it told them how it happened to him. who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from the region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. And how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis um, all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you. We thank you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you for all that you're doing. And we just pray that you really begin to just help us in our lives today. And you really begin to just let this message just really begin to minister to us, really begin to help us today. And I just hope that those that are listening to this podcast today will be encouraged and blessed by this word. We thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to preach a sermon I've entitled Broken. Now, what causes things to become broken? Now, one of the things that can be caused, um, that can cause something to become broken is neglect. See, there are things that have been neglected sometimes in life. And we've not looked and we've not looked after because, you know, and sometimes this can cause things to become broken. Sometimes our relationships can be broken. Just various different things with people. And, you know, like what I've been preaching over the last few episodes in regards to spiritual abuse and just different things like that. um, Sometimes there can be lots of broken relationships as a result of that. Lots of friendships, lots of heartache, lots of pain, lots of different things can sometimes become broken because, you know, uh, it's not because of our own intention. Sometimes we've obviously had to cut people off because of our own sanity from being from an abusive system, but also just relationships as a whole. Sometimes people can be part of the abusive system and as a result of that, they can end up um, being so involved in a church setting that they even neglect their own families. And this is the reason why some relationships can be broken because they have not spent time to be able to actually get to know their family properly, to speak to their family, to build relationships that they ought to build. But because they've been in an abusive 
structured church system for so long and they're constantly doing things every day to the point where they don't even have time for themselves this can cause things to be broken because of neglect sometimes brotherhood and sisterhood can be lacking and this is not exactly what God wants us um, amongst the people of God to be able to have because we ought to have brotherhood we ought to have sisterhood we ought to to have these things that that will help us um as as a children of God and these are the things we have to begin to look at which brings me to my next point carelessness See, when you are careless with things and you treat things anyhow, this is why things can also become broken. There are many different things, you know, um, carelessness maybe with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Maybe we've not really been, maybe we've been careless with how we've treated people for so long. And this is the reason why sometimes things can become broken. You know, sometimes we can be overconfident and we don't have the necessary things in place sometimes, you know, and this is why things can also become broken because of our carelessness. Sometimes the reason why items and devices can be broken is simply because people don't protect them the way they ought to or they don't handle them with care and they can drop out of people's hands it falls on the floor it cracks and then this is why sometimes it can be broken you know sometimes we can become careless with our relationship with god just life just so much different things you know we become careless and reckless we make silly decisions and we do things without even seeking God and asking God to actually help us. And we wonder why there's so much problems that ends up happening is because we've been careless. Sometimes there can just be wear and tear. And this can be down to stress and other things you know, when life gets to us and we have so much things that we need to deal with that is on our plates, you know, um, wear and tear can sometimes cause us to be broken. And this is over a period of time. It's not something that would just happen yesterday, but sometimes the stresses of life can get to us so much that um, we can go through so much. I mean, we think about it over this last year, um, we've had a pandemic and it's been so um, problematic for so many people because a lot of people have had to be at home. A lot of relationships has been affected because they've had to be at home for such of a long time. And sometimes over time, this can cause wear and tear. A lot more people have struggled with mental illness Um, They've struggled with so much different aspects because they're unable to get out to actually see people, loved ones, unfortunately as well because of the rules of of, of, um, social distancing and different things like that. People have been unable to even just show simple general affection to loved ones and all of this can sometimes create wear and tear and stress within families and This can affect people's mental health because we generally are not used to this. 
we've grown up for so many years living a certain way being a certain way and then one thing that happens in 2020 has, has changed the way that we've lived for the rest of our lives and potentially things may never be the same again the world has a hope that things will get back to normal but things might not get back to normal and we might have to live with the difference of how things are now and this can create wear and tear within people there can be many different things within wear and tear you know when things obviously get old this is what can cause things to be worn but sometimes we can do too much in churches you know at times and we can burn ourselves down to the ground when people are doing three four five different ministries within a church within the structured church institution and you know you're juggling your family your life your work and other things as well personally it's just too much you're having to deal with all at one time and no wonder people are stressed out and especially the people of God, we have to be able to use and apply wisdom because we're not going to be able to do what we're doing effectively. And structured church systems will never say no, they don't want you to do this ministry and they don't want you to do this because they want as much hands on board doing whatever needs to be done. But at times it's going to be at your expense. And it might not necessarily be church, it could be work. People giving themselves over to constantly working. And I understand bills have to be paid, needs have to be met. And sometimes people don't have a choice because they have to do it. Because if they don't pay the bills, no one else is going to pay. And I and I and I totally get it. And sometimes it's very difficult. But we have to believe God for more. Because we're only human beings and we cannot work ourselves down to the ground because when all is said and done, if we was to drop dead tomorrow, God forbid, the people that we're killing ourselves for would probably forget about us. And that's the reality. So we can't give ourselves over to a workplace because a workplace is just a workplace. The structured church system, they may remember you for a season, but then they won't talk about you ever again because that's it, you're gone. But your family, your friends, your loved ones, they will never forget about you. And those are the most important people in your life that you have to think about and worry about the most. So obviously we need to get a balance because we can't burn ourselves out we just can't do that because we're not going to have time to be able to seek God and we're definitely not going to be able to have time to spend with our family another thing again that can cause things to be broken is unnecessary pressure or rough usage or maybe abuse of the item you know if you're driving a car recklessly and you're doing burnouts every time you're going to burn the tires, you're going to burn the clutch, you know, and you're going to damage the drive shaft. It's just not worth it. Yes, it's great for a season because it looks nice, it looks stylish, it, it, it feels nice for the adrenaline rush for a guy. 
but at the same time the repair costs afterwards you know it's just going to be completely just not worth it because you might have to get yourself a new car in in less than a year because you've because you've done so bad to your current car and this can also cause things to prematurely break which is which is what i was saying and we can often be like this ourselves you know we can treat people recklessly treat people in church recklessly take people for granted in relationships and sometimes even in marriages people can take their spouse for granted this is a very common thing the one that you're loving and the one that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with you take them for granted because of unnecessary because of abuse of the item and unnecessary pressure and sometimes that's not good we can make decisions without putting god first and then when chaos happens we wonder why but if we was to sit back and think okay lord what is it that you want me to do i guarantee the best decision will always be made after you have sought god but if you don't seek god then you cannot make those decisions effectively it's going to be physically impossible and this is what we got to understand so we've got to understand this but also another thing that can become broken is ourselves we can become broken <clears throat> and sometimes becoming broken is or and sometimes becoming broken is a good thing because we can be broken before god and god has the ability to be able to repair us and to be able to fix us there are many times when we are really struggling with a lot of different things and you know we've become so broken before god that you know situations and circumstances can cause us to be broken you may be listening today and one of the things that has caused you to become broken is being in the structured church system you're broken from all the hurts or the pain or the torment or the abuse the years of abuse the words that people have spoken in your life and your family's life that has been damaging and it's something that has remained in your mind and you can't get it out of your mind you can't get it out of your head and it's just constantly tormenting you i want to be able to encourage you today that god has the ability to 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 repair brokenness Yes, we can stay broken. Yes, we can be broken and we can be at our lowest point that we can ever be, but then God has the ability to be able to restore and I will touch on that a bit later on. But also when it comes to things that are, you know, but what it is that we can do with broken things? When something is broken, what usually happens? Well, we treat things more carefully sometimes. when things are broken if you have a plate that's cracked you're usually treating it as very fragile or you might throw it away and sometimes that can also happen and that will be my next point but you know we treat things a lot more carefully 
if we know that something is broken on a car you will drive the car just a little bit more carefully because you don't want it to break down on you on the street randomly and sometimes the reason why God might hesitate to use our lives is because there is things in our lives that need to be refined and sometimes even worked on And as what I was touching on in terms of us being broken, sometimes we can be so broken before God because of our circumstances and our situations that it's very difficult for God to be able to use us to the full capacity because we've been let down so badly by the structured church institution that we can't even see the bigger picture of what God can do in our lives. Because every negativity that has happened can also become a positivity. But sometimes we see life so negatively that we are held back from the blessings that God has in store for our lives. And this is what I'm talking about. And sometimes we're so fragile and we're so damaged that we're just on the shelf. And that's it. We're just on the shelf. And we can stay on the shelf consistently for a very very long time and don't get me wrong there has to be a time when there has to be healing we have to be healed from our hurts and our pains and some of the damage that we have faced we have to allow time for healing we cannot rush into things we cannot rush into doing something for God if we've been so broken like that because We need that time with God. We need that time for ourselves. We need that time just to be us. Just to be able to live life. Build your family life back up again. Do so much different things. And then one, the time is right. Once you've built things up and you've laid that foundation down. Then you're able to fully go into whatever capacity you need to go into. Fully encouraged. Because now you're ready to embrace that. And that's great. But for some people, they can continue to stay in this position and never recover. And what I want to be able to say today is that God has the power to be able to restore things. The next point is we can throw things away, as I was saying before. This is what can happen with broken things. And obviously if something has gone off, we will definitely throw it away. Like if it's milk or anything like that, if it smells funny, we're going to throw it away and that's what's going to happen. If electrical device has been broken, we're going to throw it away for the safety of the house because we know that if that electrical item is faulty, then it's going to set the whole house on fire and it's going to kill people. And we don't want that. And sometimes, unfortunately, people can be so broken that they can become very toxic. And because they're very toxic, they affect other people. They kill other people in the process. Whenever and whenever anybody gets around them, they become poison because of their mentality and how they think. And sometimes they can just become useless before God. They can remain a victim rather than being victorious and this is what i'm trying to get at today see in one of the buildings that i um, was using when i was pastoring there was a kettle there that was being used 
And I remember the reverend came to me and he said to me, you know, I want you to be able to test each item or test each of these kettles because um, it's actually faulty, but I'm not sure which one it is. So um, because one of them is tripping the electricity. So I had to look through whichever kettle it was because I think we had an event at the time and we needed to use the kettle to be able to just boil, to make some tea, to be able to host people to come over that was um, just coming for like an event. Um, And, you know, I remember I had to go away and had to check whichever one it was and I found a kettle that was faulty and that was tripping all the electricity and I had to throw it away and that's what I had to do and this is generally what the world does we disregard the things that we think that are no good or is causing disruption and this is often and this is often what happens with people See, why do you think that there are more people that are becoming drug addicts and um, alcoholics and different things like this? It's because in their mind, they think that they are useless. This is the reason why the world has thrown these people away as it can be easy to look down on these people. There's a drug addict again. He's getting his fix there's the alcoholic again he's just feeling sorry for himself there is this person that is you know that is happening and it's so easy to just look at these people and not think twice about these people and overlook them until one day God just does something in their life and they just get radically saved and they get transformed and and changed and all of a sudden they're now preaching the gospel and they're doing powerful things for God and you think hold on a minute this was the same drug addict that I saw on the streets and now he looks like he's full of life because God has the power to restore see so many people desire to do things in church like maybe worship and so on but their lives are so broken because it will only cause hazard to others and this is what I'm trying to to get at today see God cannot use our lives that is broken it needs to be fixed or it needs to be replaced God needs to be able to replace the things that are broken in our lives if it's trust He needs to fix the trust. If it's just to be used again and having that desire, he needs to put that new desire back there again. Because there are so many things that can cause us to be broken in our lives. It can be abuse, like what I said, from the structured church system, or just abuse as a whole. Um, So much other things, broken families. Many broken families can end up you know and and sometimes people can come from broken families and they're they're never the same again because of the the different circumstances and issues they had to face when they was growing up but we can you know but but we can also fix or replace which is often something else that happens you know with something that is broken so we naturally don't like to use broken things because we will either fix or replace this and this can be anything that we buy from a small item such as a pen to a house or maybe even a car 
or anything in the house that needs to be replaced, then we will fix that thing that's in the house. And if we've got to spend that money that we might not necessarily want to do, we're going to do it, whether it be the rewiring, whether it be, you know, um, taking out maybe something to be able to fix maybe the porch or a door or the locks or something like that. We're going to spend that money to get that fixed because it needs to be taken care of. And sometimes we can spend so long being broken that we don't want to even be fixed in our lives. And this is what I was saying earlier that, you know, people can become so broken in their lives that they do not want to be fixed. And they can continue to stay in the same position for many years, continuing to be a victim. And I understand there's a time of healing and there's a time of letting God work in your life and there's no time frame to that because everybody is different and don't get me wrong this is not what I'm trying to say today I'm not saying get up be used by God forget your hurt and pain and your different circumstances what if you face today I'm not saying that I'm just saying allow the power of God to intervene and to help you at this position And for some people, unfortunately, because of the abuse and pain, what they've faced, they've given up on God. They don't believe in God no more. And because of the structured system and because of the abuse and all the craziness, what they've had to deal with and the bondage and pain that they've had to deal with for so many years, they've given up on God completely. Because they're like, you know, I don't need this no more. And as much as people have been hurt and broken and, and, and they suffered, one thing we must never forget and, and, and let go of is Jesus himself. I know people have been the way they have been. I know that pastor might have slandered you behind the pulpit and done all kinds of craziness and put you and your family or you and yourself through a lot of issues and and craziness and it's very difficult to recover from what the pastor did to you but I want to tell you something today what happened there is not bigger than the power of God because the power of God will give you the power to be able to overcome and to see through everything that you have gone through and this is what I'm getting at today See, why be broken when you can be fixed? As I draw this to a close, the blessings of something new or fixed. See, we can become excited or amazed is one of the things. See, when you buy a new device or a gadget or item, we feel proud and we like to show it off to others. And going back to our text This is exactly what happened in Mark chapter 5, verse 15 to 20. The man was demon-possessed and he was healed by Jesus. And Jesus made him show himself to bring glory to God. And this could be the story of our lives. 
we can become amazed with the new things that God has done in our lives. Maybe it's you today. Maybe you was in an abusive structured church system and you've turned it around and you've allowed the power of God to be able to restore you and to be able to set you free and you're able to go out there and you're able to preach the truth of the real truth of the word of God exactly for itself. I can testify this to myself. You know, I, I, you know, I, you know. For me, I was in an abusive church system for over fifteen years. You know, and I suffered a lot of um, mental abuse, um, physical abuse at times. You know, but it was more mental abuse and, and just different things like that. And it was a lot of torment and a lot of stress. And it was even something that even affected myself. You know, in many different ways that I could never imagine. And I came out of that system, you know, I got rejected, I got shut down, um, you know, people turned their back against me, relationships with over 15 years, and it was a messy situation. And a lot of the times I was wondering what is happening, why this is happening, why this is taking place. And it was something that really caused me to become broken. And I went through two years of darkness, really struggling with everything that I was facing and the the aftermath of everything that had taken place. I struggled for two years because of that until God was able to intervene and to give me the channels of what I needed to do to be able to get out of that. And I was able to go into that and, um, and God was able to just help me to be restored again. And God was able to restore me in such of a way that I still have the desire to preach the word of God. Because you know what? That was something that got, that was never taken away from me. My passion for the word of God still remained. My love for God still remained. Everything that God did in my life and in my family's life still remained. But it was just what I went through was enough to take me out even for a season and I've been there so I'm not saying this as somebody who doesn't know anything about what people might have gone through I'm saying this because I'm encouraging you today if God can restore me God can definitely restore you today you know it's like when you get a brand new phone or a brand new car sometimes in your mind you want to show it off to your friends and to your families because you know you're happy and sometimes for kids it can be like a new toy that they're happy with and sometimes this is the reason why shops sell these things but it feels nice and it and it and it brings me to my next point it impresses and even amazes others because they see this new thing that you have gotten this new car this this new job or this new house or whatever it is that you've got that is new it will always amaze somebody but how much more when god restores you it amazes the world it amazes your loved ones around you it amazes the people that you are close to don't think for a split second you cannot be real about your hurt and your pain to your loved ones whether they're christian or not christian because i want to tell you today people know about these places they know and even people in the world they know the structured church system and this is why some people will never set foot in there because they already see what goes on in there 
and you've got to be real with these people and tell them the truth because you know what they will probably respect you more for it and it might even compel them to come to Christ properly see in Matthew chapter 22 verse 22 to 23 or Matthew chapter 12 verse 22 to 23 I won't I won't um, read there for the sake of time but um, it just talks about how um, you know when um, when the man that was demon possessed was brought to him and everyone was amazed how this demon possessed man was now healed and sitting on you know next to Jesus and they were so amazed by what God had done in this man and this can be our story today See, when you show your friends about what God has done for you, it will bring amazement to them. See, something new always will draw attention. This is the same thing with our lives, that when God fixes us and replaces things in our lives, we become a new creation in him. You know, when others see that our lives are transformed, they want to be where you're, with what you're doing. They want to know the God that transformed your life. They want to know the truth. Because people in society needs you today. They need you. And this is where the true revival starts. It doesn't start by the structured church trying to push and trying to beg people to come into the building. And hundreds of people flock to the building. That's not revival. Revival is when God grabs a hold of our hearts, we know the truth of the word of God for ourselves, and we still draw close to Jesus and his word for ourselves. That is what true revival is. We learn to worship God for ourselves, however we feel led to worship God. Whether that be in the structured church, if you feel to go there and worship God, that's what you do. If you feel to worship God at home, you do that. If you feel to to go somewhere else, then you do that. But the truth is we hold on to Jesus Christ because he's the way, the truth and the life. Nobody cannot get to the Father except through him. But we hold on to his word and the power of his word and he has the power to deliver us and set us free. This is what true revival is. I've seen this play out in other people's lives also. That when something is good, you refer it to others. And I can testify that God was the one that showed himself strong to me when I was in darkness. God was the one that showed himself strong to me when no one else was able to lift me up. God was the one was able to reach out to me and led me to the right people to go to, to speak to, to talk to. You know, I even went to a counsellor that really helped me and really helped me to understand things differently that was also a Christian and was able to share with me some of the experiences that, that they had also encountered. And it was something that was very phenomenal and powerful because I never planned this, but it was all down to the power of God. So if God can do it for me, God can do it for you today. And I just want to encourage you, be encouraged today. In this sermon, I've touched on brokenness. And I've just touched on so many different things in relation to to brokenness. You know, I've talked about obviously neglect. You know, how we, you know, things that causes things to be broken is neglect. 
don't neglect our loved ones. Don't neglect our relationships. Don't let the structured church system rob you of your key relationships with people that's going to cause you to, to, to have broken relationships. Carelessness. Don't be careless with how we treat others. You know, don't be careless with our relationship with God. Don't make decisions without seeking God first and drawing close to the presence of God, even at times when we don't want to. You know, wear and tear the stresses of life, different things that can cause us to be stressed out. Don't let those things cause you to be stressed out. I also touched as well just on us being broken before God. Because a lot of the times we will be very low. And we will be low because of wear and tear. Because of obviously the abusive church system. We will be at our lowest point. And this can also be a form of brokenness. But it's all part of God's glory. And I was just touching as well on unnecessary pressure and just rough usage. And sometimes just general abuse and carelessness. We cannot let this be us today. And, you know, what we obviously do is obviously we can treat others more carefully or use things less because things are broken. We can throw things away, which obviously can sometimes be us or we become useless before God because of our circumstances and the different things that we have gone through. But also... um, we can also fix and replace them, which obviously brings me to what I'm talking about at this present moment, because we can become fixed and replaced before God, and we can excite and amaze others because of the power of God, of what God has done for us today. So let this be you today. Let God be the one that can restore your life and change your life in a powerful and supernatural way and be encouraged today by the word of God and let God help you. So I just want you to be able to ponder and pray with me right now at this moment. And I just want you to be able to take a bit of time and I just want you to be able to look into this. Maybe you're listening to this and maybe you don't know Jesus. I can encourage you that Jesus loves you today. He has the power to restore your life. Whatever it is that you're going through today, God has the power to touch your life in a way that is profound. And, you know, I can pray with you today, um, but, you know, God can help you. So if you don't know Jesus, then you can have the opportunity to receive him today. Maybe you used to know Jesus and maybe what I'm talking about, you was in the structured church system for so many years, you got damaged by what the pastor told you, you got damaged by the abuse, you got damaged by the people and how they treated you and you just came away from that and you just thought, I cannot deal with God no more, I can't deal with the church no more, I can't deal with that sort of politics anymore, I just prefer to just live my life without God and live my life how it is. That's fine. If you choose to live your life like that, that's fine. But if you want Jesus to do something maybe you're not happy maybe you're struggling maybe you're going through difficulties maybe you're going through mental torment i want to encourage you 
God has the power to restore things. I'm talking about the truth of the word of God today. The truth of the word of God. You know, the truth of the word of God that is able to to set you free today. You know, and so we can pray a prayer today to help you to come back to Christ and you can make the right decisions and and, on the right track. You know, God has the power today. God has the power today. So just say, Lord Jesus, I, I thank you. I'm a sinner. You know, forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose again on the third day. Just set me free. Just help me in every single way. Just help me. Um, just help me to just live for you, to serve you, to make the right decisions. Just really touch me. Um, come into my life from now on I just want to live for you and I just want to make the right choices before you in Jesus name amen you know you can just pray something just along those lines for yourself but you know if you've truly given your life to Jesus I would like to be able to hear from you today Um, if you're not sure where to go Maybe you can, you know, email me, send me an email and I can probably point you in the direction of maybe where you potentially could go. Um, you know, some churches that might be all right for you to go to. Um, if you want a bit more information in regards to that, um, so just send me an email or send me a message, whatever form of contact that you have for me. Um, but I just want to encourage you, you know, just... Um, just be encouraged and just be blessed and um, thank you for taking time to listen Um, it was a great privilege to be able to share the word of god with yourselves and you know i'll be looking forward to bringing some more of the word of god so god bless you all and thanks for listening